Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Men in Tights podcast. Happy Halloween to all of you. Uh, I hope you all are finding a good way to celebrate it this weekend, you know, whether you're able to trick-or-treat with your kids or having a little, like, Zoom Halloween parties or little private get-togethers with select amount of close friends or loved ones. Hope you're enjoying yourselves, and if you're not... Um, sucks. That sucks. Uh, I mean, me, I'm recording this on Friday, October 30th, because, well, of course I am. But anyways, then because on uh, Halloween day, October 31st, the day this goes up, obviously, I'll be working, so I wouldn't have time to have recorded anything anyways. But I'll probably record something later in the evening for something else that I have happening in the month of November. So be on the lookout for that. But yes, today's episode of the Minutes Podcast, episode 102, is all about horror movies. My favorite horror movies and just horror movies in general. As I'm a big fan of horror movies. I've been a fan of horror movies my entire life. I can't really remember when I saw my first horror movie, but I guarantee it was because my oldest brother pretty much everything that i love not everything but most of the things that in my life that i love very much besides my family obviously is because my oldest brother had introduced me to them like you know if you're watching this on youtube the t-shirt that i i'm wearing representing my favorite horror movie of all time and halloween was i was introduced to that through him Uh, and i think the first one that i watched was halloween 2 if I remember that I talked, shared that a little bit on the Worst to Best Halloween podcast I did last year that I released on Halloween Day. And funnily enough, when I was speaking to him on the phone a few days ago, even he said Halloween 2 was the first Halloween film that he watched. But then saw the original Halloween, and it's just basically perfect in my eyes. Uh, and of course, there's the sequels that would come on later on, you know, Halloween 2, like I said, from 1981, and then Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Halloween 4, well, Halloween 3 was the only Halloween film that had nothing to do with Michael Myers, because uh, the Carpenter and De- John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wanted to make it a more of an anthology series with different stories centered around Halloween that could branch off into different things, you know, in different s- stories and series, very much like the, the Conjuring universe. Where we, we have the nun and Annabelle and you know you know Laria Iona you know and all that stuff and you know it was going to be something like that where you know you have that that base film that launches all these different little sub stories so but you know again fans did not take to it very much and then from Halloween four and onward it became all about Michael Myers again so Halloween four was the return of Michael Myers which is ten years after the events of the first two films. Then Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, which takes place one year after the fourth film. And then there's Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, you know, the theatrical cut and the producer's cut, which I prefer the producer's cut. That's just me. But then again, it has been a while since I've seen the theatrical version. And then there's Halloween H2O, you know, and Halloween Resurrection, which I still say is the worst Halloween film ever out of the 11 films we have seen so far in this franchise. And I will stick to that forever until, you know, somebody proves me wrong or until one of these films proves me wrong. But and then we got the Rob Zombie Halloween and Halloween 2, which I do need to rewatch Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 because in my worst of best, I had it ranked just above Resurrection. So if I rewatch it again, I might feel differently because I've only seen it just the one time. Um, 
Whereas the, his first Halloween film, Rob Zombie's first Halloween film, I've seen several times. You know, whether it was the theatrical version, the the unrated director's cut, or the the producer's cut, which is like an hour and a half, and you know, certain scenes are different compared to both. Um, and then, of course, Halloween 2018, and then eventually Halloween Kills coming out next year, and then the year after that, Halloween ends. Um, so, looking forward to seeing those two films, and and I've shared this story a couple times on here, where uh, thanks to the uh, Mike and Jay from We Watched the Movie, where they talked about that they were doing an open casting over in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is just an hour outside of where I live right now, and I tried to apply to be an, a background character, background extra, for Halloween Kills, where they were filming. Unfortunately, I did not get it, but hey, at least I tried, so that would have been cool, you know. Um, but yeah, the, I, the Halloween franchise, I love it so very much. It's really cool. One of the best franchises in Hollywood for the horror genre. And, but you know, there's other great horror films that I love as well. Like, you know, of course there's, like, there's The Shining, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, I, I didn't, I don't think I've seen the, the TV miniseries version that, that was, that was made by Stephen King. Um, I've heard mixed thoughts on that because the the tv miniseries version is you know since of course it was stephen king was directly working on it it was supposed to be closer to the book um but not a lot of people you know liked his vert his you know vert attempt at making a film of it um of course you know i love the i love the stanley kubrick version although you know he is he lost so many stories of him being kind of a piece of shit human being you know behind the scenes which you know i'll get to that on another podcast that I'm working on, I'm still just gathering up information that I can present on that. On um, uh, Clockwork Orange, I don't know if that would count as a horror film, but I consider it as such because you know there because the thing is like what's there's horror films, you know, straight up horror films like you know like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's and then there's films that have horror elements or horror moments you know, in them. And Clockwork Orange, whether that's a horror film or not, it feels it feels very horror, in my opinion. And I, I would even say maybe maybe even Full Metal Jacket, it can can has a, has a little elements of horror in them because of the situations that they're all that they are placed in. Um, good Pepsi. Um, but then there's like other films like. I mean, you know, Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, they're not exact, they're not straight up horror, but they are horror comedies or are considered as such. And then there's other films that have, that are just not horror at all, but they'll still have horror elements in them. You know, like I have right here, the Aquaman movie by James Wan, who launched the Saw franchise, the Conjuring franchise, Insidious, all those franchises. And again, Aquaman, not a horror movie, but that sequence with the trench was very much a horror sequence, um, which when I saw it in the theaters, I absolutely loved that. It was awesome. Thought it was great. And then there's also right here, Batman Returns. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see me holding up the Blu-rays that I have for these movies. The Batman Returns, which has a lot of horror elements in that, in my opinion, at least. And it's a, because, you know, like I've talked about a couple of times on here, you know, Batman from 1989 was very much Batman movie directed by Tim Burton. Whereas Batman Returns was a Tim Burton movie that happened to feature Batman. 
and you you feel that very much. And it's again, it's a feel. It's it. it I I could qualify Batman Returns as slightly horror, and also a Christmas movie. Um, you know, when people want to throw the argument of of Christmas movies and they talk about Die Hard, I I, I like to throw in Batman Returns as though. And another Tim Burton movie, Beetlejuice, it can can be considered a horror comedy as well. And also we have The Crow, one of my absolute favorite movies. Um, this I could consider so- somewhat horror as well. This one would probably be more like a ho- an action horror. Um, just my opinion, at least. I don't know how other people would feel about it. And then you got other films, you know, that they they ha- they're somewhat action, but then they're also very horror as well, like Dark Man from the great Sam Raimi, who is kind of a horror legend himself. You know, where he, you know, the, uh, the Evil Dead franchise and, you know, like the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Ash versus Evil Dead, um, you know, very much, you know, a horror, considered a horror legend, even though his most notable horror is the Evil Dead's franchise, you know, but I would throw Darkman in there as well. And just, and even says it right here, yeah, the thriller from director Sam Raimi. And and we also got the debut film of Zack Snyder, the Dawn of the Dead remake from 2004, which many people praise as one of the greatest horror remakes of all time. And really, I would if I had to make a if I made a list of greatest horror French horror remakes, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead would definitely be in there. And then another one that I could I could consider a Christmas movie, which actually I think this year celebrates its 30th anniversary. That is. Edward Scissorhands, also from Tim Burton. Yeah, I have quite a few Tim Burton movies in my collection. Um, yeah, Tim, Edward Scissorhands, I would consider this a horror movie as well, because just the whole concept of this machine turning and becoming a human being, you know, or, or attempting to be turned into a human being, you know, that is very, it's very much like, like a Frankenstein, you know, monster, Frankenstein's monster kind of story. So, yeah, that that feels very much like horror, especially like if you've watched it as many times as I have, you'll pick up on those, those little horror elements. And then we got other like, you know, little family movies like the Goonies or Gremlins that are very much family, family, you know, adventure. Well, Goonies would be a family adventure film. Gremlins, you know, is a, you know, little family Christmas movie as well, but they have horror elements through sprinkled throughout those as well. I mean, and we got Joe Dante, for Gremlins and Richard Donner for the Goonies. I mean, Richard Donner, he directed The Omen, the original Omen, which is another great horror movie. And uh, that I would love, to, I, I want to try to get the Omen uh, and box set. I think they have one from um, Scream Factory, or is it, or is it, or is it the, somebody else? I can't remember the, what who it is. But yeah, there is the, they have the Omen box set that has the Omen and then Omen Two and then the the Omen final chapter. And then the the god awful Omen Four with the, with the little girl. And then the Omen remake with uh, Leif Schreiber and Julia Stiles, which actually I, I enjoyed that one. Just not obviously not as great as the original. Um, you know. And then of course, yeah, because I have a whole stack of my Blu-rays over here with different horror movies. And of course, got the ha- Halloween movies right here. Not all of them. I only have one, two, four, five. Producers cut of six and twenty eighteen. And. And the other one that I actually reviewed earlier this month for the one-year anniversary, The Lighthouse, very much a horror film, 
some up-and-coming horror director, Robert Eggers, who also directed The Witch, or, you know, The Vitch, as I, you know, would call it throughout that review, because, you know, the title is stylized with two Vs to make the W. And then another one is The Lost Boys, right here, from the late, great Joel Schumacher. And very much a horror film with little sprinkles of comedy in there as well. And oh yeah, my retro film review that I did a couple of days ago, Nightmare on Elm Street, that I really need to catch up on the rest of that franchise because, like I said, I've, I've seen, I saw the original one many times already, and I've seen Halloween, not Halloween, Nightmare Two, and I've seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and I've only seen bits and pieces of the of the other fr- films. I have not seen the remake though, uh, but I have not heard any good things about that, as I've mentioned several times. And then there's another one that, not exactly horror, but can can have could be considered it because it has horror elements predator the original one from was it 1986 let me see looking at the back of the case can't really see but yeah i definitely know it was 80s i know that at least um and um which actually i guess i you would probably would consider also uh predator 2 somewhat horror um the alien versus predator the, the first one just would just be a sci-fi action film uh alien vs predator requiem i've never seen that one so i don't know and, and then there's also the predators from uh robert rodriguez and then the predator from shane black two years ago uh, i have not seen those two at all either so i don't know how i would feel about those and then we also got you know more rob zombie movies where you know house of the thousand corpus devil's rejects and three from hell I have only seen Thousand and Corpus, Corpses and Devil's Rejects. I have not seen Three from Hell. Uh, but for other uh, franchise, another other Rob Zombie movies that I've seen, you know, I, I of course, you know, Halloween 1 and 2 from Rob Zombie. And I've also seen Lords of Salem. I have not seen the other one that he did uh, after Lords of Salem. Um, 13, or was it? No, no, 31. That was the name. 31, it was that one. I have not seen that one, so I don't know if I'll enjoy that one. Lords of Salem? I didn't hate it. It was just very confusing. That's, but that's me at least. Uh, and another one that's not horror but could be considered horror is RoboCop, the original RoboCop, the very first one, especially the unrated version where they they do where it does not hold back at all with the violence. And that one, like, but yeah, that one, I can consider it somewhat horror while not being complete horror because the way he is just brutalized and obliterated to nothingness basically i mean i mean the, when he when they put him together as that machine all that's left of it all that's really left is his face and whatever you know whatever is inside whatever else is inside of him that you know it's connected to his face but yeah in because the, the robocop remake um he still had most of his torso and i think his left hand um which means like eh okay but this one, it's just his face. His face is the only thing that's left of 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 who he was before. So yeah, I would consider that horror. And then also the the big thing that you know for the opening of the movie, yeah. And then there's also Rocky Horror Picture Show, where where I got the 45th anniversary Blu-ray right here. Such a wonderful movie. Um, that is horror as well. Horror comedy musical. But horror nonetheless. And then going back to more DC movies, the you know, we're talking about horror. We got Shazam from David F. Sandberg, 
who directed uh was it Annabelle Origins? I think it was. It was whatever whichever one was the second Annabelle movie that was pretty pretty damn good in my opinion. Uh the the scene in the in the office room in the in the conference room that was a straight up horror moment as well. You know, just like the trench sequence in Aquaman, that conference room in Shazam, that sequence very much horror. Um and then going back to Sam Raimi, his his Spider-Man films, Spider-Man 2 especially, that has elements of horror as well. Particularly the operating room scene with Dr. Octopus. You know, where that one is just straight up horror. 100 percent You know, to the where to even even to the point where one of the, the mechanical arms does the evil dead camera trick where it's like you know right into the into the guy. That is that is the evil dead that is the evil dead camera with his with one of the, the Dr. Octopus tentacle arms. You know, that that was straight up horror and it's and it's one of the best sequences in the movie. Um, and another one that I have for my for my movies is you know not horror but can be considered somewhat horror, the Terminator, the original one from this one I believe is also 1984, right? Yeah. Either way, yeah, I consider Terminator the original Terminator, the Terminator, to to be a sci-fi horror. That's just my opinion, at least. You know, because I've seen all the Terminator films except Dark Fate. I will eventually get to that one, but. The, this the original the Terminator is is a sci-fi horror, whereas Terminator Two Judgment Day is sci-fi action, I guess sci-fi action thriller. But this one to me is straight up horror because of the whole concept of this this brooding this brute thing this thing from the future coming back to to kill this woman who has no idea what the hell's going on. Um, and then there's, I think there's others that I can't really think of off the top of my head. I was thinking about it before I started recording, but I don't remember what they were now of like, of horror, of movies that aren't horror, but have horror elements in them. Uh, oh, the burbs. That's another one that, 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 that you can consider, you know, a, a, co- a comedy horror because it has horror elements in that one as well. Um, you know, and then there's American werewolf in, in London, which is, one of my absolute favorites. That one is great. Um, and Guillermo del Toro, he's another one that's great with the horror, uh, with Blade Two, which is the best of the Blade movies. You know, because that one was, while it was still very much an action movie with a Marvel Comics character, it was also very horror, very much a horror film. Um, you know, parts of Hellboy as well, and then there's you know there's Pan's Labyrinth, uh, the, the orphanage is pretty damn creepy um and then oh yes and the, there's the it movies from from andy muschietti who will, will hopefully get to start work on the flash movie sometime next year um uh the it it chapter one and chapter two i still have not seen chapter two but i've heard many great things about it it's just you know some people don't think it's as it was as scary as the first one you know but i did see the other one that he did a mama with the Jessica Chastain, uh, with her looking all goth out and pretty damn hot as well, um, that was a great one as well. And, and then there's Orphan, the one with um, what's her face, uh, Vera Farmiga, where you know, and the and the what's her name girl that she was in one of the Hunger Games movies, I think, um, that she plays the 
the little girl, quote unquote, little girl. You know, that one, I th- I've seen some people consider that one horror. And yeah, I would consider it horror as well. Not straight up horror, but it has horror elements, as I've said. And uh, I'm trying to think of other st- horror stuff. Like, like the Texas Chainsaw franchise. Like I've, I've seen the first one, the very first one, the original. Great movie. Love it. Best of the original fran- you know, timeline. And the remake from 2003, awesome. Again, one of the best horror remakes I've ever seen. And the prequel to the remake, thought that one was very good as well. And But I, I've not seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Tex- the Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, and I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 that had um, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Nor have I seen Texas Chainsaw 3D or the Leatherface movie that came out a couple of years ago. I have not seen any of those. I've only seen the original, the remake, and the prequel to the remake. And from what I've heard of the other films, I'm probably better off having only seen those three. <laughs> and then the, the Friday the 13th movies, obviously I've seen the original. You know, great, awesome, love it. And um, for, um, I don't remember how much I've seen of the other films in the franchise. I know I definitely saw Friday the 13th Part 4, which was from what I remembered is my favorite of the franchise. Um, and I saw f- part five where they had the, the fake, the guy that was pretending to be Jason that had the blue marks on the hockey mask instead of the red. And then of course, Jason goes to hell. Seen that one. Um, I've not seen the remake for that one either, uh, nor have I seen Jason X. Um, but I did see Freddy versus Jason and I enjoyed that one very much. Uh, but I, you know, I hope that I'll be able to get the 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 Scream Factory box set that's on Amazon for the Friday the Thirteenth uh, franchise, so that I'll be able to enjoy the entire spectrum of it. Um, and there's also the Saw franchise, which I mentioned earlier, talking about James Wan. And I've only seen the first three. I still need to catch up with four, five, six, uh, seven, and then the, the Jigsaw movie. Um, but I, I enjoyed the first three. So I'll have to get the the, the 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 eight film set that's on that's on Amazon so that I can watch all of them. But I will say from all the stuff that I've seen of people talking about the Saw franchise, regardless of how you feel about the movies themselves, that they have the best continuity of any franchise, regardless of genre. Because they would bring back actors from the previous films, either to just play a dead body or to have them play an, an integral integral role in whatever story they're trying to tell. And that is just awesome in my opinion cuz not not a lot of not a lot of franchises pay that much attention to the continuity and to the details of the stories that they tell. But like with just with but I don't know. I I, I just I love horror movies because they're it's a great escape from the realities of the world because the world is already plenty fucked up as it is and I don't need to a daily reminder of it watching on the news or checking my Facebook and Twitter feed all the time you know, I get tired of it so people like me we watch horror movies to escape that and we just lose ourselves in the stories and the the, the, the blood and the brutal kills um, you know, it's like it's it's a great escape, just like with the video games. You know, are a great escape for people like us. You know, especially like, like horror video games, like the Resident Evil franchise, Silent Hill, um, um, Last of Us series as well. Um, you know, horror is a great mental escape for many people. 
it's it's when we love that kind of stuff. Um, uh, speaking of Resident Evil, I've never seen any of the Resident Evil movies, but I'm very curious because I know that they're going to do the TV series uh, coming out whatever time that they have it. Um, but anyone who has seen all those Resident Evil movies, please feel free to share with me whatever your thoughts are on them because I've never seen them. haven't really had much of a desire to see them, even though I am a fan of Mila Jovovich. I do love her very, very much, so I would love to see how those, how, how she does in those films. Um, I know Michelle Rodriguez is, in, is is featured in some of those films as well, and I do I am quite fond of her as well. Um, um, there's also the Paranormal Activity movies, which I know you know a lot of people didn't really like them, but I enjoyed them. I saw the sec- the second, third, and fourth one uh, in theaters. Not the fourth. No, I only saw the second and third one in theaters. I had a pretty good time for those. Um, yeah, I think like I haven't seen that many horror movies in theaters. The only ones that I can remember that I've seen was Rob Zombie Halloween in two thousand seven, uh, Paranormal Activity two and three, and uh, and then Halloween in twenty eighteen, and I had a great time each time that I when I saw those movies. I should I should try to go see more horror movies in theaters when I get the chance, because uh, there's a lot of a lot of movies that I wish I could have seen in theaters, and that's the, you know like the how Rob Zombie Halloween too. I would have loved to have seen that in theaters, you know, so that I can compare the theatrical version with the unrated version, which is the only one that I'm able to find anywhere unless I get the Canadian uh, double pack of the theatrical versions of those two films. Um. But I know there's a lot of other great horror movies that I've never seen before. Would very much love to, like the original Universal Monsters uh, horror movies. I've I've never seen any of them, but I would love to get into those. You know, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, The Mummy. You know, I would love to see those because, you know, I have never experienced those, uh, but I've heard so many great things about them that I would love to get lost in those worlds because just you know those they are these are such those are such iconic characters that you know it was the original cinematic universe long before the mcu was ever a thing so it would be really cool just to to get to finally experience that as an adult where i can appreciate it more um oh oh horror movies are just awesome they really are And, and there's also the Invisible Man that came out earlier this year. I have not watched it. I do have it saved on my HBO Max watch list, so I'll check that out eventually. And I think I it Chapter Two I have saved on there as well. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that one goes. And um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really I need to watch more horror movies because as much as I love them, I I feel like I don't watch enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like American Horror Story. I'm way behind on the on that. I need to catch up with all of those. Um. Yeah, I, sh- I should check out on HBO Max and and uh, the Peacock app. See what horror movies that they have on there that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. 
And what's funny, also funny, like like other movies that you know that they you know that I say it's not horror, but they have horror elements, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, uh, the original with Gene Wilder. You know, the, when they're in, in the tunnel, and they have all that creepy shit on the on the background going on. It's like, yeah, that's that's a that's some horrific shit. That's a horror. That's a horror sequence for sure. Uh, even though it's not a horror movie, it's a family. It's a family movie, you know. But that sequence, very much horror. And like I said, there's movies that are not horror at all, but have horror elements and horror moments. And honestly, that's pretty cool. You know, especially when, you, especially when you when you when you're not expecting it, it's awesome. You know, just like when I when I saw Aquaman in theaters, and that trench sequence came up. The, when we, the first creature that, that popped up on that on that boat, I I I, I no joke, I jumped back like holy shit. <laughs> and if I remember, if it, everyone in the theater when we were watch when we were watching it, pretty much had that same reaction, just like oh shit. And which it's good. You want you want to have those kind of reactions for those kind of movies because or those kind of moments rather because that's that's what those moments need to strive and to survive. Um, you know, and again with James Wan, I've never seen any of the Conjuring movies. You know, whether it's the mainline story or the spinoff films, because yeah, there's yeah, the Conjuring and the the, the Annabelle, uh, the Nun, La, the La Llorona, as well. I've not seen any of those films. You know, I would like to, just so I can understand what the bigger deal is. Um. Uh, which yeah, I know I mentioned you know the Annabelle uh, film, the second one uh, by David F. Sandberg that I mentioned that that's a much better film. I, I'm only going by, off of what I've heard. A lot of people have agreed that that second Annabelle film was the best one of the, of the series so far. Uh, and it's funny also in one of the parts in Aquaman when they're like by like like a little shipwreckage, you see an Annabelle doll somewhere somewhere in in the grounds. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I have to look back and remember which scene that they have that. Uh, and it was also funny because yeah, because Patrick Wilson was in the Conjuring films and the Insidious films, was also uh, King Orm in Aquaman because he has that relationship with James Wan. You know, like a lot of directors, they have that relationship with certain actors that they work with them on multiple projects. You know, like Zack Snyder has ha- had certain actors that were in his Dawn of the Dead that he's brought back for other stuff that he's done, you know? And I, I like when, when, when directors have that kind of relationship with their actors, which I've talked about it on here many, many times, but I, th- I just think it's pretty cool. And, you know, like the relationship with a uh, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter, that he did the thing escape from New York, escape from LA, um, uh, big trouble in little China with, with John Carpenter. I think there's more, but those are the ones that come off the top of my head. And speaking of, and the thing, the thing is one of the best horror. That's another one, one of the greatest, probably probably the greatest horror remake of all time. Yes, it is a remake. It's a remake of the Howard Hawks film, The Thing from Another World, and so many people have praised it as literally the greatest horror movie ever. Even if it's not their favorite, though they will say it is the greatest. And honestly, that's another argument that's like, you know what? I can't say it's wrong because while Halloween is my favorite, 
the thing. It's definitely one of the absolute greatest of all time. It really is. Um, and I need to pick up the Blu-ray for that one as well. You know, I want to try to, I, I really want to ink to, I really want to make my horror collection grow. So, I mean, and hey, if you know you're watching this on YouTube, leave me a comment below to let me know what what good good horror franchises that you've seen that you think I should check out. Um, yeah, this, I mean, because I'm I'm always I'm always looking for new for new stuff to watch. So, you know, like if if you have a, like any like indie fi- horror films that I, that you want me to check out, I will do that. You know, and you can either leave a comment below this YouTube video, or you can reach me on my social media. You know, all the links to the, my social media is in the description. Um, what's another one? Oh, yeah. The Hellraiser franchise. I've only seen bits and pieces of those. I've never seen the whole thing of any of the movies. But I know that after... um, What's his name? Um, shit, I can't remember the guy's name. Whoever was, was Pinhead in the first like four or five films. After he left, the quality just pfft, dipped down. It's what I've heard from a lot of people. Um so I don't know. And then oh, and there's also the Leprechaun films. I've n- only seen parts of those as well. I've never sat through it into, from one of a, a Leprechaun film from start to finish. Um, but I know that those are considered horror comedies as well. And there's also Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, the Critters franchise. That's another one that, and I, I've seen, and I, I've only, only ones that I have not seen is the recent, the most recent one that came out that went straight to home video release. Um, yeah, the I've seen Critters one, two, and three. I've not seen the the new one that I think is called Critters Attack. Uh, that uh, D D Wallace was brought came back for that one. You know, and I do I do I am quite fond of her as well. She's wonderful. You know, she I would consider her horror royalty as well. I mean, she was Cujo. Um, yeah, she was in the the Critters, the first Critters film. Uh, she was she played Laurie's mom in Rob Zombie Halloween. She was also in Lords of Salem, you know. So yeah, I would consider her, you know, horror 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 royalty as as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Critters movies, I would consider those to be sci-fi horror comedy as well. Uh, I haven't seen those in a very long time. I I, I should get on those. <laughs> I really should. Because uh, they're so they're they're ridiculous, but at the same time I love them. And the first one is the best one, obviously. Yeah, at least to me it's the best one. I know I've, I have a few people that I've talked to who remember those movies think the second one is the best, which I mean I I can understand why they think that one's the best. But the first one, the first one is is to my in my opinion the best. And um, no wait, no, there's four. There was five of them. Yeah, because there's the first one. Then the second one, then the third one that introduces Leonardo DiCaprio, and then there's the fourth one that picks up directly from the end of the third one, um, which I don't remember too much of that one because I've only seen it one time, uh, and I only and I watched it because I DVR'd it when they were doing a marathon of the four of those four films on the El Rey network, uh, so I don't remember how, how how much of that one. I only know that that one takes place entirely in space. That's all I know. Um, well, I have to. See if I can get get the the Blu-rays for those for those movies. See how I feel. Then I can get the the all all five of those together. Um, uh, and there's also what's what's in on the um, the Amityville Horror films, the original and the remake. Uh, I've only I've seen the original twice, and I've seen the remake once. 
the remake with Ryan Reynolds and the original with James Brolin. I honestly don't remember how I felt about those films, but you know, yeah, I I do remember the the scene with the priest in the first one when the voice yells at him to get out. I remember being I, I remember getting creeped out for that when that scene happened. So I don't know. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say except just horror movies are awesome. I have a lot of friends who love horror. Um, and if any of them are watching, probably not. But if you are watching, feel free to share with me your recommendations for horror, good horror movies, whether they're mainstream or independent. I'm happy to check them out. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this edition of the Minutites podcast. I hope you all enjoyed watching and listening. And if you're not subscribed, please do so. And if you're watching me on YouTube, you can subscribe to the little button. It's right there. I'm pointing at it right now. You can click on that and hit the notification bell so you stay up to date. If you'd prefer to check out the audio-only version of this show, you can do so by, by checking out on me on checking me out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Radio Public, Breaker, and Anchor. And I have the direct links to all of those in the description below this little episode. Um, also, if you'd like to support the Minutize Podcast, you can do so by joining my Patreon for $1 a month. That link is in the description, or you can check out the Minutize Podcast store. That link is in the description as well, where I have all kinds of fun designs, especially if you're a Zack Snyder fan. I have quite a few designs in there. And, um, yeah, and you also support my friend Julie on the GoFundMe for her uh, legal case. Click that link. Check out all. Check out the, her story, and contribute whatever you can. She's a very good friend, very good human being, and a wonderful person who deserves all the love, appreciation, and help that she can get. And thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you who do. I truly and genuinely do. And I hope you all take care of yourselves and your loved ones and you stay safe. And if you are celebrating Halloween today, do so safely. Um, and this has been the Minutize Podcast. I am Julian, and I am wishing you a happy Halloween. And I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.